We dedicate our merits toward national peace and favorable weather every day, but is it actually effective? A layperson once asked, Every morning, the monastic assembly prays for the peace of all nations, favorable weather, and the happiness of all living beings. But it seems that our situation does not reflect this. Have our prayers been in vain? Or are the karmic hindrances of sentient beings too severe? Is there a fixed karma that cannot be changed? The Venerable Master replied, Our prayers are not in vain, nor is there a fixed karma that cannot be changed. The meritorious virtues of chanting the Buddha's name can indeed transform our karma. If it were fixed, it would be permanent. Yet all phenomena are impermanent. They rise and fall according to causes and conditions. Nothing is unchangeable. What seems to be unchangeable is merely a reflection of inadequate conditions. All phenomena are mutually dependent. Therefore, all karma, good or bad, can be transformed. There is a saying that goes, Our efforts in cultivating merits and virtues will not be in vain. Even though our prayers for peace and prosperity are not immediately fulfilled, our cultivation will eventually take effect. Without cultivation, there is no effect. When a nation is in turmoil, good people still cultivate virtuous deeds. These virtuous deeds may not produce any visible effects, or there may be no change in the situation at all. However, the people who cultivate wholesome karma have planted the seeds of blessings and virtues. Striving to advance in wholesome cultivation in midst of adverse circumstances demonstrates the inconceivability of virtuous karma. Although the intention may be to share the good karmic rewards of their cultivation, sentient beings may be unable to accept these rewards due to the strength of their negative karma. In this case, the merit remains with the individual. Parents try to give the best to their children, but if their children do not accept their good intentions, it reflects the children's lack of blessings. It is not that the parents are not compassionate. This is a simple principle. There is nothing profound about it. Cultivating according to the Buddha Dharma is indeed efficacious, but cultivators need to bring forth their utmost sincerity in order to reap the benefits. Utmost sincerity is what brings about the transformation and resolution of difficulties. Even though the efforts of the few who cultivate cannot completely erase the unwholesome karma of the collective, they eliminate a part of it. Adding one gallon of cold water to 100 gallons of boiling water cannot immediately cool it down, but it can still moderate the temperature. Our efforts will not be in vain. This is an example of how we can lessen the effects of karmic retribution. Although there may not seem to be any large-scale effects, the retributions have been partly alleviated. If the karmic retribution was not severe in the first place, it can be completely eradicated by means of the virtuous karma generated by everyone's sincere collective efforts. For example, even though one cup of water cannot extinguish a burning cart, we cannot say that water is ineffective. 
With five or six truckloads of water, the fire will certainly be extinguished. We absolutely must be confident in the impact that we make with every recitation of the Buddha's name or the Great Compassion Mantra. Each person must eat to satisfy his own hunger, just as each person must liberate himself from the cycle of birth and death. We are responsible for our own cultivation of causes and effects. Cultivating wholesome deeds results in good rewards, while cultivating unwholesome deeds results in retribution. This holds true during group cultivation as well. I hope that everyone will continue to chant the Buddha's name, especially during such times of chaos in the world and unrest in people's minds. Our practice will bring peace of mind to all people and nurture our roots of compassion.